welcome to the clubhouse. This is episode 34 with Paul Pierce or, or Shaquille O'Neal episode from the Lakers, depending on who you are. I'm definitely a Lakers Lakers guy. I am your host, TJ Butler. With here, as always, Mr. Doge Wagner. Doge, how are you, buddy? Doing great. Doing great. Good to be here. It's been a little while. How's Klee? It's good. Finally warming up. Sure. Cleveland's doing the thing where it's going to give us about a week of spring before it jumps straight to summer. Right. It was like it was like 45 degrees last week, 75 today. It'll probably be like 89 next week. Sure. Yeah, yeah we're full-blown spring down here, which is kind of nice. So, But it's the classic, it'll rain at any time of the day or not, or like be super humid, you know, just kind of classic spring. So, right. It is what it is. Still. How are you experiencing the uh, seasons over there? I guess down here. Uh, over here. <laughs> over where? Over here. Underwear. Captain underpants. Sure. Uh, yeah, weather's good. Uh, can't complain. It's yeah. been sunny. Yeah. A little chilly. A little nippy yesterday. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So it's it's been cool. Well, it's been it's been chill. Sure. I'm good. Good right. weather. Fair enough. Weather's been good. Fair enough. <laughs> All right, everybody. We've got a great show for you. But first, I want to let you know that we are brought to you by the Cheap Seats Network, home of the Clubhouse and the Pick and Roll Report. Cheap Seats, Superior Sports. Superior. Superior. Superior Sports. We've got an incredible show for you. First quarter, we're going to do a little rapid-fire recap because it's been a little while since we've uh, done a pod here. So just going to break down some of the headlines going on in sports. Second quarter, we uh, had a chance to sit down with JP last weekend. So we're going to bust out that recording. He's got a lot of good topics about what's going on uh, with all his Boston teams. And then uh, we're about to go to an FCC game. So a lot of good stuff there. Third quarter, we are going to talk about FCC and the MLS and just update you on that. And in the fourth quarter, we're going to break down the playoffs that are going on here in the NBA and the NHL. So, we've got a great show. But first, as always, got to warm it up, got to stretch it out. It's very important to having a great show. So, Doge, all the way from Klee, baby. Stretch it out. What do you got for us? Over in Klee. Uh, today oh, yeah. was the first day of the MAC tournament being hosted on the west side of yeah, but uh, we had some some college baseball tourney. Uh, sure. For the Mac. Well, Mac. The first game, Ohio University played Kent State. Ohio University actually was the lowest seed in the tournament, but they wound up winning, beating three seed Kent State. And then uh, in the evening matchup, Northern Illinois played Miami University, and uh, Northern Illinois actually pitched a really good game. Miami really wound up getting two hits, and they took the win that night. So. A couple wins for Ohio University and Northern Illinois, but it was nice to get some action up in Cleveland. So Definitely. A little shouts to the back. Hate to see the boys lose, but, you know, always yeah. good to go support them, for sure. Oh, yeah. Well, now Miami plays Kent tomorrow, and they'll have to, they'll have to really step up because Kent's the reigning champion, and uh, they always travel really well up here, so. Okay, sure. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, Big D, I know you got a good warm-up here for us. What do you got? All right, so. Just Quick update on baseball real quick, college baseball. Um, wow. OSU Michigan, OSU with the 2-1 win. 
So wow. just for his Big Ten, Big Ten team. Wow. Um, that's, that's not my warm up though. My my warm up. I wanted wow. to touch a little bit on the subject. Of, Double warm up, of course. Of Drizzy, aka Drake, aka oh, Mr. Graham, Six, Aubrey, Six God, Aubrey, the Six God. Yeah. Yeah. Um, his antics on the sideline. I wouldn't really call them antics, more so just his enthusiasm. But they did seem like antics almost. I've never seen somebody so animated on a sideline as far as may I counter. <clears throat> What's that? May I counter? Floor is yours. Mr. Spike Lee. I, I think say, is on the Spike same exact Lee. level. The Knicks just haven't been in the playoffs. I think he would be the same like that he'd be that guy. If the Knicks, I don't see were in the him. Playoffs. I don't see he him. He Reggie like that, Mark. He went with the Reggie choke sign after Reggie gave it to him too. Like, I don't think that he's going to be rubbing shoulders for whoever the Knicks coach. <sighs> whether it's Fizdale, whether it's whoever, I don't know. Fizz might be. Hey, come on, rub me down. Take that for data. I don't know. I also feel like um, it was just weird seeing Drake come over and give a little shoulder massage. It was Mars. odd. I agree. I thought that was a little weird. I pointed that out in the game. I was like, oh. That's, they're a little too close. He's up real mean? close, like, right. But, yeah, I mean, it's cool seeing but, I mean, somebody that passionate Is it about. working? Find out later in the show. We'll we'll, uh, we'll see if. <laughs> right, right. Wait for the updates. We'll see if it happens at what? The Fiserv Forum, right? Yeah, Fiserv. Maybe he goes to. You wonder if uh, oh, Milwaukee will let him do that? No. Do you know who's uh, <laughs> who was in Toronto? Rocking a Giannis jersey, though. Your boy, Gucci Mane. So, he's a Bucks guy. So. Didn't Drake, like, get him? Like, I thought Drake helped him out get there, like, something. Like, there's something where Drake had, like, helped Gucci with something. Like, he had, he had some insider things. We'll get the stay, we'll get, stay tuned. Uh, yeah, we'll get the stats team on. That was, like, bigger than so many people's houses, like... The layout, it was just nuts. Crazy. Had like five bedrooms, like a bunch of living room. Everything's like gold plated. What's that? Drake's private plane that he flew to the game in. Yeah, it's pretty wild. Maybe that's what he did. He flew he Gucci. Gucci in, yeah. He's like, hey, Gooch. <laughs> hey, Gooch. That's He's what like, he said. <laughs> you know? Right? <laughs> Something like that. Something like that. Superman, the flair. We'll, we'll get the stats team on there and see if they can. Research a little bit. Get on that stats game. Hey. All right, I'm warming up here. Obviously, I'm always ready to go, so I'll take a quick shot here. But an important warm-up shot because you always got to get warmed up. I'm giving a huge congratulations. I've been updating everybody all year. You've been waiting to find out. Guess what? He did it. Mitchell Butler named first-team All-GMC for volleyball this year. Let's go, Mitchie. Congrats, dude. That's huge. Looking forward to seeing if you can get on that regional, you know, sectional team as well. And a big tournament game coming up actually tomorrow. So hoping to get some of the boys out to that game and uh, see if they can advance in this tournament. So huge, man. Also, graduated this past weekend, so that's exciting. But going to OU, so apparently they got a good baseball team. Well, they were the worst seed in the back. Yeah, they were, they were the they, lowest seed in the well, – they're tournament, tournament, and they're tournament, tournament ready. They're tournament ready. They turned it around. Did yeah. turn the season around. Now, Mac only allows six teams in. It's double Elim, so so it's Toledo, a different, different kind of tournament. Toledo wasn't well, there. Right? Either way, 
Toledo did not make it. No. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they're better than Toledo. Yeah. All right. Are you stats departmenting or no? Uh, we'll get it. Okay, so we're moving on to the first quarter. Rapid fire recap. Like I mentioned uh, a couple minutes ago, a lot has happened since we put out our last show. So we're just going to whip it around the horn here and uh, recap some of the major headlines that have gone on in sports. So, Doge, I'm going to kick it to you first. What do you got? What's something that you think is important that's uh, stuck out to you over these past couple weeks? Uh, I, I mean, I really liked uh, Brooks Kepka coming out winning the PGA Championship. Yeah, uh, okay. Bethpage Black, incredibly hard course. When the U.S. Open was there yeah. a while back, like the low scores were, were hardly ever looking like they were going to break. You know, 10 under, it was just such a difficult course, but he was at 12 under after two days and was able to coast to a win. So he wound up finishing 8 under, but but still took the took the win, looked right. like pretty easily after those first two rounds. So shouts to Brooks. Uh, that was really exciting to watch. Back um, to back rim, right? Yeah, yeah. I would say different four majors, course, but... Four majors uh, in, in just over, I guess it's in two years. Yeah. Like calendar time, so very right. impressive. He's been playing really well. Yeah, that's actually nasty. Like if you really think about it. Um, Definitely. All right, Dill. Um, over to you now. What <clears throat> yeah. do you got? Stats team just came back in. Oh wow! So this is that's great work. This was the first time Gucci Mane has ever been into Canada. Wow! Because of his criminal uh, history. Canada is ah, yeah. notorious for not allowing those um, individuals to enter. I'm no. assuming more so on the rap side or music side, and typically probably rap, where it's uh, a different kind of influence. And <clears throat> I guess Drake said he was going to pull some strings to make it happen. And, well, he was at the game, so right. uh, Drake pulled some freaking strings. Um, I guess that Chris Brown, The Game, g Easy, and then Kodak Black are also on that excluded list. Interesting. So Gucci actually has a 10-visit tour, or 10-event uh, tour in September that he's now postponed until September. So it was going to be now, but his album's not done yet. It's supposed to be done uh, around that time. That's, so. okay. That's a lot of research from our stats department. I like that. Yeah, yeah. I love I love when they can just chime it into my ear and, and let right. me know what's going on. So. Right. It's so in-depth as well. It's just great research. Yeah. It's what we need when we need it. All right. So I'll go with one then here, boys. Um, I don't know if you heard. It's kind of, a, you know, maybe minor little thing that happens every year in the NBA. They put all these little ping pong balls in this big bucket. and they spin them around and pull a couple out. And uh, the Pelicans have the first pick in the NBA draft and will be probably by, I mean, 99.99% chance taking Zion Williamson. I don't know why they wouldn't. It would just make no sense. <clears throat> and so just what a great gift from – you know, the NBA, as Anthony Davis is trying to exit, you know, a nice little chip to maybe make him stay, or a nice little fan, like, you know, like, hey, like, at least we got Zion, you know? Like, screw AD, like, Zion's here. He's, like, better, younger, more entertaining, potentially. So, no, I'm not saying they rigged it. Some people will, but 
it's I think it's hilarious. And uh, shout out to all the Knicks fans that didn't get Zion because you guys were banking on that. So hilarious, hilarious. I mean, Doge. Oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say, like, as far as impacting, you know, kind of what teams are gonna do for the future. Do you think the tank is still I, as relevant as it was? Rudy Gobert said. Rudy Gobert said the tank is dead now because a, a ton of teams jumped up. Yeah. So I would say tanking for like a top three is done. Like to try to lose like a ton of games is done, but like. Definitely kind of like towards the end of the season, taking it to make sure you have a lottery thing. I think the full season tank is done. Still, yeah, the full season tank is, is done, but I feel like there's still going to be think some that, sort of tanking. I think the aggressive post-All-Star tank is going to be there still. <laughs> well, I mean, it worked for the Pelicans. Like, they could have played AD like 30-plus minutes a game and like still made a push, but like they sat up and they were like, we're, we're going to get into this lottery a little deeper, and then they got the, the chance to the They got the freaking, so. right, they got a... It works for them. Potential game-changing player. Right. Yeah, the fact that... I mean, AD still wants out anyway, though, so they gotta just... Well, right. They don't have to trade him, though. Right, I was saying, I mean... I mean, they they could trade him, though. They could they could probably they should. get the from the Lakers. What if, what if you drafted Zion... This is... Hold on. We have to get out of this, because it's rapid-fire okay. recap, and this is not okay. extensively breaking down the NBA lottery. I'm still warming up, T. No, you're not. Doge, <laughs> back to you. Give me another topic. Another topic. We need to hit Dill on the rapid fire, right? We he, hit him yet? He stats department is for his. I'm sure. He speaks for the stats department today, I guess. I wasn't. I wasn't expecting to get called on against. While we're while we're waiting, Dill, give me your thoughts on Beeline and Bickerstaff. Um. Yeah. So I think that you know, one, I'm excited to have a new face in there who's been successful in his role at Michigan. Um, I'm curious to see how the functionality between a very young JB Bickerstaff um, and an older B-line is going to work out. Right. Kind of how that the tutelage there. Right. Because um, even who's though te- who's teaching who? Yeah. Because even though Bickerstaff is younger significantly, he has been around the NBA. His dad was you know coaching the NBA. He's coached. Right. So. I mean, he definitely has, you know, the credentials there, which is why I think the Cavaliers felt like that was the choice to go with. Right. Um, but I think Beeline, as long as he can manage the attitudes, I think he'll kind of be like, I don't want to say it because I'm a Florida guy, but he'll be like Billy Donovan-esque. Like, they're good, but never good. Like, but not like premier top three. Right. Solid squad. Very good regular season. Tries hard, plays good defense. Tough out, but right. I'm not making any real noise. I can see that. That's kind of how I think that he could After be. They get some picks here. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I'm curious what they're gonna do with Kevin Love. Get him out of I'm curious what they're gonna do just with their whole team. Yeah. I think that Sexton is good. He's not gonna be top five in the NBA. He could be a Rondo. A team like that, you know, he's not as talented of. I feel no, like from not court, like like from the court vision. Not the same guy. I'm just saying that like fourth best that role, dude. Yeah, but like could still go off a different team. I think scoring wise, he's much better. Now the it's just hard to compare for me because like <clears> they play differently, so the roles to play like fourth fiddle, fourth fiddle. 
You know right. what I mean? Um, I don't know. I could see him being, you know. I mean, he can also be the one guy, too, just how he develops. So we'll see what Beeline does with Yeah. Him. Yeah. And I'm excited just because he is younger, so. Tosh, back to you. You got one? Um, yeah. So we were talking about, like, obviously Bayline, but, the you know, Michigan has to find a replacement for them. They already have. I was going to say. Um, they, right. Yeah. What do you Juwan think? Howard Ooh, uh, is taking the job at Michigan. What's former sick? Fab Five guy. But uh, he's also been, he's been an assistant with the Heat since 2013. And he's been with, like, a ton of different franchises. Uh, he almost played, like, 20 years in, like, his NBA career. Right. And he was, he was just recently in interviews for the Timberwolves job and the Lakers job. So, like, people are giving him interviews, like, in higher-level places. So, right. you know, maybe he wasn't one of the final candidates there, but definitely still going to be a successful coach in Michigan. Uh, what a, rec- what a recruiting tool. Interesting jump, but. What a recruiting tool to have your own, your coach be a Fab Five member, like. That's just one of the, like I mean probably one of the most iconic teams. Right. Definitely so the most iconic Michigan teams that I, I mean. Right. I mean it's probably a top five iconic college basketball team. I right. Say. Right. Yeah. There's no doubt. Well around coaches. Lakers going with Frank Vogel. And then Jason Kidd as the assistant. So I don't When I first saw that like, what are they doing, man? Like, my, just... my initial reaction was, when I saw that was, they're doing a dual coaching gig. Like, you know how they do, like, a dual quarterback? Like, oh, like, you have a dual Yeah, like, Jason Kidd's going to coach LeBron, and Frank Vogel's going to coach everybody else. Like, that's how that's going to go. <laughs> or, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I no, didn't know how that's going to work. I'm curious of the personalities. Yeah. Because Jason Kidd is, like... Is LeBron going to respect Frank Vogel? Do we really think that? Like I'm. I mean, he beat him how many times? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He just mocked him <laughs> as the the Heat and the Cavs, or the not the Cavs, yeah. it's the Heat. He's the Cavs. Was he the Cavs? Maybe once, twice. Probably. I don't know. I don't. How long has McMillan been there? Three years. I don't know. I would. Research stats team. No. I don't know. I was I was surprised to see the Ty Lue discussions a little while back just crumble. It's because they offered him three years. He wanted to. Uh, He's a championship coach. He wanted five, and like everybody else got five. John freaking sure. Beeline got five. He never right. coached. He never coached an NBA day. Yeah, but game who, of his life. who else? Who has their contract ending in three years? Well, I know it's all about LeBron, but that's why right. Ty Lue's like, I'm not doing that. I'm not right. doing that again. He's I'm just saying, I'm surprised to see that. Like, I feel like that, like, no matter what, would have been a better hire than Vogel. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, how did the Lakers not just go, like, all right, we'll give you five. Sorry. Fire you after three. We blew it. Like, the Lakers are a... They're a mess right now. Yeah, Magic coming out recently and just being, like, They're everybody's like... backstabbing me. Like, Yeah, Palenka's a... Palenka, I guess Palenka, and I don't... I mean, what the hell do I know if it's true? I mean, shit. But I guess Palenka was emailing a bunch of people like talking shit about magic and would just have him like blind carbon copied so like he could just read them all like he just didn't even know like just how dumb is that like you just have the person you're just like first of all you should never be like talking smack on a written email like that somebody could just print that off and just share it with the person too no, and then on the viral no, right exactly or yeah someone will tweet it 
And then two, like, you're not going to be smart enough to check to see if he's on the email chain. Like, I just see, I don't know, because Magic was talking about how Palenka is actually a smart dude, but they just didn't see eye to eye on stuff. And um, Did you watch the first take thing? I did. That's when Magic was saying that, like, right. you know, like, it was very wild. I respect him to the point where he's, you know, a bright guy. Knows a lot what's going on, but we don't see eye to eye on what's going on. Right. We don't have the same level of brightness. Illumination is different. Right? <laughs> hey, we're firing through these things quicker than you've ever right. seen before, Dad. I mean, are we on? Are we on pace to be textbook? Yes, we are. I mean, this is us. All right, we're moving on. So, coming at you here next is our recording with JP here. Cover a little bit of FCC, Red Sox, Patriots, hockey playoffs, etc. So that's going to be our second quarter here. And then uh, after that, we'll lead in halftime and we'll go to the third quarter. So, here is our recording with JP. Hello, everyone. We are here with Mr. Big Time Jake Eaters. Jake, how are you, man? Doing well, man. Thanks for having me on. Oh, dude, always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. Been a little while since you've been on, but what is this, your fourth time? Maybe third? Something like that. Or it could be rocking the fifth. It could know? be. It's somewhere around four to five. We'll get the stats department to crunch that before we put Good. this out here. Get for sure. Yeah, we'll get them on it. Right. <clears throat> we'll get them right on it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so first thing we want to talk about... Um, it was an interesting start to the year for the Red Sox. They're kind of turning it around now. Um, but, you know, can you talk about the, the slump that kind of began the yeah. season? Uh, so I think for the Red Sox, which was tough, um, started the year on an 11-game West Coast road trip. Um, so they were never really truly able to get acclimated. But uh, Chris Sale's been back. He's over his past four starts. I think he's averaging uh, – eight to ten strikeouts a game. Last game he had uh, eight innings pitched, 14 Ks. Ooh, nice an, an immaculate inning, too. So right. Wow. Nine straight strikes to end an inning. Beautiful stuff. Ooh. Last night they won 14 to one. I think we're back in, back in full force, ready to okay. take down the AL East. Mm-hmm. So we've slowly been climbing up. Um, Yankees have been struggling a little bit as of late. The Red Sox have been playing really well. I think they've won eight of their last nine, so. Right. Do you want to extend that to eight of their last ten? Because that, my friend, is the correct answer. Eight of the last ten. Sure. That would uh, that make sense. Yeah. It's so, pretty close. Yeah, no, like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, right. Off the top of my head. Off the dome, right. Yeah, that's why, no, I mean, hey, we, we have the stat team up and Crunching we're looking at this right now. That's so, why he's a professional you know. Talks, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, I don't know. It was crazy that they were so cold, but yeah, they're. I mean, everyone knew they were going to figure it out, so here they come. That's all it is. It's, right. it's only May. I mean, right. we're back yeah. over 500 for the first time, I think, all year. We're looking good. Right. Certainly. That is also correct. Right. And uh, they have way too much talent to not turn it around. Right. It, all, it was only a matter of time before Chris Sale and Mookie Betts and all these guys started doing their thing again. And right. For sure. The World Series hangover must be real. Right. So. As um, a Rays fan, I'm not yeah, he's necessarily not feeling love there. <laughs> Uh, although I did get to see the Rays uh, sweep the Red Sox last year, so that was nice. cool down, yeah. uh, down in Tampa. So that was the only time that happened all year. Yeah, it was uh, the only sweep that the Red Sox were yep. had last year got swept for that time. So. Right. right. True. 
Um, but yeah, so they have over 200, or they actually have 200 runs scored already, which mm. is the most in the AL East, most in the AL other than the Rangers and the Mariners, which they just won't tell you about. Yep. Sure. We're swinging. We're bringing, We're swinging bats. It's coming we're back. Coming back. Yeah, it's when coming you guys back. are way too good. Yep. So they're definitely not a 500 ball club, which they're 2019 no. sitting in right now. So. <laughs> All it takes is a little win streak. I think we the did. Only, the only thing that can, that can hurt you guys is if you guys have injuries, which right. kind so of showed at the beginning of the year. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's going to happen, you know, notoriously. What's happening happen to the Yankees, man? Freaking everybody that's yeah. playing for them has been hurt. They have 20 guys or like 15 I guys. I like 27. I mean, yeah, I don't even know what it was. It was, maybe it was still 20. a lot. It was too many. Yeah. <clears throat> but who knows? Boonies. Boonies sitting there going, man, like, this job wasn't as good as I thought. I thought all these guys would be playing. <laughs> you know, <they laughs> yeah, yeah. A little bit different <laughs> when they are playing. So, uh, yeah, it's definitely interesting to see how that, that East is going to pan out if Tampa can actually keep it up. Best division of baseball. Yeah. It, it, it has been for you know, a couple of years. Yeah. I mean, notoriously, uh, it is. Right. You, know, you have two of the biggest teams in baseball always battling each other, but they usually have one of the other three playing. Well. Else is, I mean, they were terrible recently, but they've been good. O's five years ago were really, really good. Like, yeah. You know, I think they had a stretch for a little mm-hmm. bit. I think the AL East, probably the NL Central, the NL West are probably the toughest yeah. Oh, divisions. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Uh, I don't think the AL really has too much going on for it in the other two divisions as far as competition. I don't know. We'll see because Detroit's there are three teams in the Central that are already seven and a half games back at least, <laughs> and then <laughs> I mean a lot the, of baseball left, yeah. but yeah, but you can see you can start to see trends. Right, right. You can um, see that. especially in baseball, you know, our, our, we got our people crunching numbers back right, here, giving yeah. me all these stats. Yeah. So let's see. Stats what... team's whipping it out right now. <laughs> <laughs> They're still doing research on how many times JP's been on the pod. We'll have to get that at the end, probably. Yeah, that's that's not gonna <clears> probably right. be as as quickly. No, you gotta, they gotta do some digging. They gotta, gotta, gotta go dive through the deep into the andals of yeah. all the all <laughs> the information. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> all right, well, we'll stick in Boston here then. Moving on. Sure. Patriots got Tom boys. Brady's replacement. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I still think he plays for three Jared years. Jared Stidham, so. what do we think? Um, I don't know. It just was like every, I think he's like every other quarterback the Patriots have ever drafted in the Tom Brady era. More of just like a contingency plan if he gets hurt. Right. Because um, I still think that they're going to try to um, keep Tom Brady around for as long as possible. I mean, who wouldn't? He's the greatest quarterback of all time. Right. Uh, yeah, mean, so I mean, I think he still play. I think he can still play two to three years, Tom, um, at the high level. The way he plays football now, he uses his strengths with his right accuracy to the running backs and oh, yeah, he's not short making his reads. No, he's just he's not like making completions. He's just, just launching balls. exactly. So he's, he's just making completions, moving the ball. Right. Um, right. I think Tom Brady's going to be here and Stidham. I'm good with the pick, fourth round pick. I think we did a really good job oh, in yeah, the earlier rounds. I think we did a really good job in earlier rounds filling needs that we have, like four mm-hmm. to like if we were to go out of the field tomorrow. I think we are a way better football team than sure. we were last year. Well, so I was gonna say like real quick to since you're not like stoked about Stidham, or you're, yeah. not, you're not like either way. He's just not like you're just even keel on him. He's gonna be fine. He doesn't move the needle for him. Right, exactly. Yeah. He's gonna be any other Patriots right, back of exactly. quarterback, not named Jimmy Garoppolo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe, That's true. but maybe Jimmy Grapple. He maybe. might not be good this year. Who knows? Um, 
But what do you think about the uh, pick with the wide receiver in the first round? What's his name? McKeel Harry. Okay, yeah. Big fan of McKeel. Um, big wide receiver. Big Huge wide receiver. Guy. Big dude. Uh, goes down the field really well. Really compliments what we have at the wide receiver and running back position, I think. So right. give you a deep threat as well as a guy who looks like he has short hands and can make people miss. Um, He's a big dude, like I said, so I think he breaks tackles really well also. So right. good to have him. I think we needed a wide receiver really bad if we weren't going to draft a tight end. Um, and we did that, give another weapon for Tom Brady with right. Gronk leaving. So For sure. For yeah. Sure. Oh, yeah. Um, do you think Gronk is going to come back? Like, Oh, I believe it. I think he's I think back. week 16 he's back. In wow. I, see, 16. I was going to say, I think like before training camp. Like really? September, he's gonna be like, you think that quick? Dude, Tom's gonna come up and be like, Rob, we gotta run it back. And he's gonna be like, Before, ah. so like September time. Yeah, like like okay. he's gonna miss After. all the OTAs and all that stuff, and like it's gonna be right around preseason. He's gonna come back, get in a little bit of shape because he's already gonna be in good shape. <clears throat> and Tom, See, that's will, my Tom thing. will just have to call him up and be like, Rob, <laughs> I need you, babe. Yeah, and he'll be like. Oh, Fine. I can and see. Like, I can come. I, he'll listen, win another ring, and then he'll fucking they'll both hang it up. You listen, know, I can get behind it 100%. I also think that Gronk wants to party and have a good time. So maybe more like yeah. week 10. Maybe we can come to a happy week two. Week two. Okay. Maybe week two. Somewhere in the middle. It's going to be after they start. They're not going to be looking. They're going to look fine, but it's going to be the classic like week one Patriots where they don't look super good. Right. Like, oh, my God. Patriots right. are they lost it, you know, and then they come back and they beat everybody. It's going to be a vintage like, year. Like, we're going to yeah. just, it's going to be classic. I'm sure. Freaking. Two of the past three years. looking to see what New Day Nation looks like against you boys with the new, yeah. the new boy in town, Mr. Taylor. Sheriff Taylor. If you're keeping, if Andy Dalton's under, under center next year, I don't know how great it is. Hey, we've beaten you with Andy Dalton once, maybe twice. Sure. Never there. No, no, never there. <laughs> it's here though. It's here. Oh, is it? Yeah. The game is here. We're okay. trying to. We've I been. The, uh, I think the Browns game. Is we've been uh, putting it's some. The Browns play in New England. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We've been putting some plans down to maybe get get the cheap seats and Jake uh, B out there. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Gotta call up. Call up the pros. Yeah, gotta make some calls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gotta talk to some people. You know, that's how it goes. I'm just ready for football season already. Already? It's over, and I'm ready for it to come back. Come on. We got a lot of games. Hey, when, when you win a Super when Bowl, when you win a Super Bowl, it's time to get going again. It's, it's round two. It's, it's time to go. It's three months removed from winning. Four in the past, what, six years it could be if we win? So. Woo-hoo. Yeah, I'm ready. This is going to be – see, I am – I'm ready for football. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But I need the two weeks – of NBA free agency that's about to be the wildest time ever. Sure. So after that, I'll be full on, give me some football. But I need Man. the craziness that's <laughs> about to ensue. There could be craziness. There could also there could be, be like 20, like top be... 30, 40 guys on the Oh, moment. yeah, there like, could be some top tier changes. At or there could be there. like four. Yeah. You know? like, it's like four still pretty good. No, it's still that's a still a good summer. If if two of the big boys leave, then it's a huge summer. Oh, certainly. Yeah. Give me the brow. Yeah. <laughs> um, Celtics got a lot to talk about. It's going to be interesting exit interviews. There's no doubt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go Bucks. Fear the deer. Yeah, I'll root for the Bucks. I don't want to root for the Raptors. I can't, can't do, it. do it. I can't do it. Yeah. I can't do it. I'll root for Giannis. 
right? And, the sun and rises Pat's and a Bucks sets fan. the west. And Pat's a Bucks fan, even though like he just yeah. flops all over. You know? <laughs> the sun rises in the east, sets in the west, and Kyle Lowry still stinks in the playoffs. So <laughs> that's that's my take. Yeah. Just like Ben Simmons can't shoot, he'll never be able yeah. to shoot. And Steph Curry has bad halves of basketball and doesn't make a difference because their team is so fucking Then he has electric abs and puts the Rockets to bed. Yeah. Jeez. What are your thoughts on that real quick while we're here in the NBA realm? I don't know. I'm not the biggest Steph Curry fan since I'm a Cavs guy, but... That was terrible tonight watch. It just is brutal. I mean, Um, he just, like, makes bonehead plays, and then all of a sudden he can make six shots in a row, and his, like, five for 19 performance turns into something that's relatively salvageable and he looks like a good game and it's unfortunate it's, it's terrible too because james harden was playing well like made some of like really so good Chris made Paul. some really good plays at the end too like hit pj tucker in a good spot where mm-hmm. they needed it like mm-hmm. you know maybe he wasn't taking all the threes but then he hit yeah. a couple at the end to like kind of keep him hanging around and just like uh the most classic you knew thing. it was going that way though like i, yeah. I don't know you oh, just yeah. knew it i feel the like most classic thing in the world i feel like this year is going to happen is the warriors going to win without kevin durant did and... you hear so um, I just saw the story today, and this absolutely, I think, played a factor into it. But apparently, Steph had a shoot around session scheduled, I like this, right, like before the game at like six or whatever. And Chris Paul just like kicked him off and was like, "No, this is I'm gonna take this slot. You don't get it." <laughs> so like, I'm sure that played a factor in it. Maybe that's why Steph was cold, and then he got going and just fucking was off. So maybe that's just like just why he like, had a terrible first half. Did you hear about what people are saying about Chris Paul after the game? No, like. like so I was watching the game, and Draymond was having a presser, and he was kind of just like saying about how that felt really good, especially against that team in that situation. Like tonight's a different night. Like mm-hmm. you know, it's the second round, but you know we've won a lot of games in like the late playoffs, but this felt really good. And well, like everyone everybody... was trying to compare it to finals wins, which it's not going to be. No. Which... Jesus, no. So it's like, but like they were playing it up that it was an important game. I mean, that was the, probably and... the biggest one of the season unless Giannis is a freak against them. Or Kevin Durant doesn't come back, then that would maybe make that matchup a little more interesting. Or there, I guess if Kawhi gets there, he goes does some Kawhi things, and they're up twenty two in the first half, well, and then Bogut kills him again. Like, <laughs> I mean, if they do something, they, I don't know. He, they were saying about how. Um, Names are like Windhorse is saying about how names were flying around. I think it was was it Windhorse? Windhorse, I, I think was on there. I wasn't watching that. Um, he said that Chris Paul's name was flying around as far as the other team, and they weren't always in the you know highlight remarks. And it was Jeez. so, which is interesting to hear because it's like that. I mean, he's a shit talker. Oh, they all are though. Every, every well, single one, right? Like every single person in the NBA, I guarantee you. Is at one point is talking trash about the game. Yeah, but you not are, like that guy. Sure. Or not like Draymond, or, you know, I think Steph does a lot of talking. I know like, KD Not like does. a ton. I know KD talks. Oh, Durant will chat, and he'll chat, for sure. But On or off the court, Durant. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> Chatty. On burner accounts. Yeah, big, big, big burner guy. Oh, big burner guy. Mm-hmm. There's something else I was going to say. I forget about it. That's not good, dude. It's all right. I think that it's going to end up coming down to Bucks Warriors, and the Warriors will probably win in five, and it's yep. underwhelming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Giannis will have is. one good game, and yep. they'll figure it out, and it's going to suck. Yep. And it'll be like Durant, Looney, and 
you know, Draymond on the court. So yep. Iguodala. Yep. You mark, hey, you heard that here first, folks. <laughs> That'll be the lineup they run and with Steph and Clay. Mm-hmm. And they'll do the thing the Celtics did, which worked for one game, and then we just decided not to do it anymore. Exactly. Yep. Stupid. Actually, they started doing more pick and roll with Jonas, and we were just like, shit. Yeah. <clears throat> we got to cover Jonas. And then they just started banging threes. Ugh. Brutal. He's a load, man. I didn't you think, can't stop him. I didn't think no. Budenholzer had, had it, though. Like, I don't know if he has it. He does, dude. Not, he does, for sure. He I absolutely think. does. You see what he did to the whole team this year? I know, but I'm just saying. Completely changed. The same team from last year added one or two guys. But, I mean, yeah, if you ask and me. It's just they jacked up double, triple the amount of threes that they took last year, which is yeah, such a huge improvement. If you ask me if everybody on our team played the way Marcus Smart did in the last game, like every single game, we probably would have beat them. Five games because we have a ton of talent, but we just quit after game two. It was ridiculous. Yeah, that was, that was tough to watch. You know, I'm not a. That was the fan. most un-Celtic game. Like that made me not feel like a Celtic fan. Like I was just like I've never like felt like we quit in the game until like that. We just like all right, packing it up, we're going home. <laughs> yeah. As Barkley would say, one, two, three, Cancun. Like yep. It's brutal. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see who's stink, like sticking around and who's not, but mm. we'll see. We'll see what happens. Sometimes. All right, JP. You're here. I'm here. While you're here, we might as well just bust out the old lock of the week. JP's lock of the week. <laughs> what do we got? Who's the lock? What sport? What are we doing? Well, I would say, I guess it's just it's halfway through the game right now. If you're listening to this, but sure, Bayern's a lot to win. Sure, um, I'd, I'd say the second half over for sure for Bayern. <laughs> right. um, but for the rest of the day today, big big matchup here down in Nippert Stadium. Today. Oh yeah, baby! FCC coming off of firing a oh, new coach. Yeah, maybe they'll galvanize the troops, I'm make the squad so. play a little bit better. And we'll get a dub against Montreal. Bakary Sagna plays for Montreal. You didn't know that. I didn't. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I think we're locking in FCC today, boys. Lock it in. I'm going 2 0. I like it. I can wow. see a nice 3 1. Wow. Ooh. Give me 3 1. Let's get this crowd bumping That's and what I'm thumping, yep. baby. Sure. Oh, man. I'm ready for that. <laughs> it's going to be a great game. I'm looking forward to the lineup. I'm hoping we mix up the formation, maybe. I want to play differently. I don't like the big boot bowl that we play. Like we're mm-hmm. a fourth grade, you know, select team. We just kick it up to the fast kid. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not in on that. Let's play some soccer. Pass it to the Italians. Mentality. Yeah, yeah. The pass it to the Italians. The, the kicking show. and screaming mentality. Will Ferrell. Right. Ditka. Legends. Ditka. Legends. One of the best movies out there. It never gets talked about. I feel like. Hundred percent. That movie flies there. way under the radar. Mm-hmm. Super good. That and the other guys for me. What do we say, guys? Get it to, to the, the Italians. Italians. <laughs> <laughs> that scene where they all come out of the, the meat truck, just bloody. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Dude, it's awesome. <laughs> they just like, go out there and smoke. Them. Yeah. They're, they're like, these kids they're like on second smoke. thought, you guys win. And like, the other team just sprints away. <laughs> and they're just like, I'm not, we're not trying to mess with these guys. No, not at all. <laughs> there we go. Sure. Cracking a cold one with the boys because it's Saturday. Damn right, ten forty in the oh, morning. We got a little time before we march in. Oh yeah. If you are in Cincinnati, folks, I'm over here. PSA: Get down to Mecklenburg's before an FCC game. About I would go an hour and a half before, so you can actually march because the march leaves an hour before. 
but it is fun. It's electric. If you're young, you're loud, get out there. We're going to need you. I enjoy it. I know JP's going to enjoy it. I know Dill's enjoyed it. I mean, I'm loud and I'm young, so, well, relatively young. You don't so. have to be young, but I'm assuming if you're young, you're probably loud. Yeah, we know some people that aren't young. Yeah. You can get yeah. rowdy. Sure. Kyle Carnes is old. Sure. Yeah, he's, he's, old. <laughs> he's an old man. Yeah. Certainly not young. There's a reason why we call him dad, I think, right? It's a good thing. I thought it was grandpa. <laughs> Pappy? Yeah, Pappy. <laughs> Dude, I know you've never seen this still, but speaking of calling Kyle Grandpa, him and Sarah, I don't, we'll probably get cut this forever. Him and Sarah <laughs> dressed up as a grandma and grandpa for Halloween once. Yes, I know, I think you told me about it. And they stayed in character for the, I'm talking to like 2 or 3 a.m. It, it was brutal. Sure. It was crazy. It was unbelievable. <laughs> sure. I bet they would. Kyle's had some I of the better Halloween costumes, I think, over the years. Jesus, he's a crazy Jesus, guy. when he came back just was, for Halloween, it was, was Jesus. Wild. Well, I mean, when you can have those kind of roles, like right, when you hair, have the like, hair, yeah, it's like pretty freaking easy. Like for me, like I wouldn't be able to pull, yeah, Jesus, you know, like a, <laughs> yeah, I'd put on a toga and be like, <laughs> cool. I would be able to pull off like like a Jesus, maybe not a sure. not a Jesus. Like, sure, that's like yeah. about you know what I could do. I'm already trying to think about what I'm gonna be for Halloween. I'm thinking like, already. Yeah. It's a, it's a full what are year. we? What are the, what's on the list? It's a calendar. Year. Are you ever gonna commit to to Bud Light beer? <laughs> not anymore. Unless well, maybe if what I What do move. you mean not anymore? Dude, I live in a Miller town, baby. That's the point, though. Yeah, I guess I could be Bud Light beer. That's, uh, that's a full commit, though. I'm a, You'd start now. Yeah, I'm you a could. Miller. Oh yeah, that's the move. As but, soon as they removed, I like the, I love the, uh, the pop tab, yeah. you know. Oh yeah, quicker acceleration. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm thinking? Sure. I was thinking <laughs> low key. I was thinking Austin Powers. Oh, okay, that would be awesome. You could go as uh, no, that would be funny to say. Yeah, just get some outrageously colored like velvets or not velvet, but like. I don't know, some sort of suit that's just outrageous. Yeah, like sway, yeah, uh, yeah. Just, like changes, uh-huh. and, you know, and then minute. um. I was also thinking about doing torment. That's a well. That's a big commitment too. Mm-hmm. Just grow a little beard out. Yeah, get that's, a great sweatshirt. Yeah, satchel or some shit. I'm in. That's who I kind of want to be the most. You should. That's to start the beard now. Yeah. <laughs> that's a full year of planning. That's why you got to do it, folks. All right, folks. It's a 365 calendar. Yeah, they mostly are. <laughs> yeah. Next year, right? Is that next year? I think so. That'd be four, right? Yeah. Certainly not nineteen. Oh, let's let's get a, let's get the stats department on that. Yeah, can we get some crunching? <laughs> can we get some crunching? <laughs> Freaking wish Doge was here, man. Rip. He's a busy dude. First game of the season, I believe, right now for the Crushers. Big baseball guy. Let's get a prediction right now. Lucky year twenty twenty. 2020 leap year. That's the stats department coming in hot for you. For the uh, here's another thing. The Crushers. The Crushers first game. Wednesday, January first is the is the day. Okay. Thursday, December thirty first is the full year. Well, I can tell you so, for Crushers at least. That's mm-hmm. Crusher. As as a former player who used to play on that field regularly, pitch on that mound. Whoa! Back that up. Story time with Jake Peters. Yeah, just high school. Oh, uh, okay. Well, still. I threw like. Five innings out, 
two hits usually when I would play this team that was way better than us, so I would just flex on them. But, sure. Yeah, yeah but it's a fun stadium to play in. I think the the team's going to run with that, and it's uh, a fun family family setting, and I think the team knows that, and they're going to come out to perform this year. Sure. I'm saying – I'll say – Second in the Frontier League. Going wow. Wow. Yes. They Put it on it wax. They just year. missed. Mm-hmm. They're coming. That's a bounce back year. It's so a coming back. There's no doubt. Yeah. They had a growing year last year, and they're coming back. Well, and like Doge's further embedded into the exactly. upper management. Exactly. Like yep. Our guy's farther in. Right. I mean, that's We're just, more committed to, you know, we're gonna Listen, we have a cheap seats network to <clears> Crusher's <throat> game scheduled. They just don't. <laughs> it's on the it's on the dates. It's definitely on uh somewhere. We need to get a group like a big ticket package from Mr. Wagner. Yeah. yeah. That'd be fun. Could be directly involved in hooking us up. That's what I'm saying. We need to get like a twenty bagger on him. <laughs> Just have the whole crew go up. That's what I'm saying. Full blown crushers. Crush the crushers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hashtag how you ball. Hashtag get crushed. <laughs> Um, get crushed. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm not gonna go with that. Hashtag get crushed. All right. Personal. What about what about real quick? Well, I wanted to score for the game personally. Which Did you game? Crushers. First game. That's what I'm saying. It's today. Oh. That's what I was hoping for. <clears throat> Who are they playing? I don't know. Stats, stats department, stats call, department, pull it up. They're working overtime. Pull it up. Somebody give him a freaking raise. Jeez. What Doge hears is he's not going to be happy with my fandom of my hometown Frontier League team. Yeah. <laughs> Which is who? They play the Windy City Crushers. Thunderbolts. Dang, that sounds intimidating. The Windy City Thunderbolts. Yeah. That's Lake Erie Crushers. Yeah, it's got yeah. Um, All right. I'm saying the Crushers win. Five to two is what I'm calling. Thirty to one. Wow! <laughs> the big old W today. Wow! So okay, seven hundred and sixty-three wow. to ten. Before you said thirty to one, my score in my head was three to one after you wow, said five crazy. to two. So take a, I can see a pitcher's duel because the bats are going to be a little, little rusty to, for the Thirty boys. to one pitcher's duel. It's, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- yeah. I think it might be. I think it could be more like a two to one. Two to one little dicer. Okay. And it's going to have to take a walk-off hit. Oh, he's calling it. Not for the Lake Erie Crushers to get the dub. Okay. Well, do we have anything else while we got JP here? Or we got to go get we gotta get marching. Yeah, we do. All right. Well, Jake. Oh. Stats team here. So it looks like they're two games into the season. Oh, my God. What's the score of the first game while we're here? The Crushers won 6-4. to four. Oh, wow. let's go. Little battle. Well, we were almost right. Mm-hmm. Well, what's today? Today is the Lake Erie. They have a three-game series that started yesterday. Sure. At five oh five. Tomorrow is at one oh five. Who they got? Who are we playing? The Thunderbolts still? Yeah, it's a three-game series against the Thunderbolts. Okay, so I'm sticking the same score for today's game. Game two. Their field is called the Ozinga Field. Yeah. That is wild. You knew that? No. <laughs> Everyone knew that, obviously. James Quino. South Kenton, Crestwood, Illinois. Guys, I don't know where that is. Crest Punch. Crest. <laughs> Angry. <laughs> All right, Jake. 
Gentlemen, thank you for being here. We gotta get marching. Of we gotta course, get, we gotta get beverage. Yeah. It's time to get going. Yeah, time for a good send off. You get sent. All right, let's go cheer these boys on. Thank you for having us, JP. Till next time. Thank you for having me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see ya. Peace. All right, so that is gonna lead us into halftime. I'm gonna swing it over to Mr. Doge. <laughs> To give us the uh, clubhouse social media, you let us know where we can find all the stuff that we want to about the clubhouse, like all that great content we just talked about with JP. Oh, for sure. So on Facebook, you can find us the clubhouse. Sure. Clubhouse one word. Uh, Twitter and Instagram, you can find us clubhouse underscore tcsn tcsn the Cheap Seats Network. Uh, we'll be posting post episode and. Uh, Get a couple pictures of, of some Lakers shack and some some of the truth. True. Let you know what the episode's about. Sure. I'm in. We'll see. Dill, where can we find the cheap seat stuff? I know uh, Pat and Nate have got something good coming out soon, I believe. Yeah. So um, for all of those listening, the Cheap Seats Network. Mm-hmm. All it takes. Four words, right? Four of them. The Cheap uh, Seats. Network. Okay. I thought network was two, so maybe counting five. But uh, Facebook um, is the Cheap Seats Network. Sure. At well, on Twitter, it's going to be at the Cheap Seats SN. <laughs> Just go to Twitter at Twitter. Just go to at Twitter. It's going to be you're at, at you're the at Cheap Twitter. Seats SN. So if you got you got Twitter, you have Facebook. Check us out. Also, Instagram, you heard about the clubhouse from Doge. Sure. Check us out. Sure. All right. So, moving on to our third quarter. So, uh, we recorded uh, that segment with JP right before we went to the FCC game uh, that we won 2-1. to one. Um, Big game. Big, big game. game. So, uh, that was a big game. First game after Koch uh, was fired, so that was a fun atmosphere to be at. Um, but what are your takeaways after we also got throttled by Orlando City 5-1 to one last week? So um, I'll go first because I was at the game. At least the uh, – obviously sure. I didn't make it down to Orlando. But uh, at the uh, Cincinnati game when they were there, like I was talking with JP. So that game was really uh, – that was a good game to be at. It was a lot of fun. Obviously, the crowd was just ready for, uh, you know, just ready for a goal. It had been like over 500 minutes since we scored or uh, something ridiculous like that. So we did uh, end up scoring twice in that game, like I mentioned. So that was a lot of fun. And uh, we really, you know, something we complained about all year was, you know, how we just played the long ball and just tried to play breakaways and tried to run the fast break. and. We actually uh, had the pass of the week from the MLS or whatever, which actually was a string of 17 passes we made consecutively that led to a goal. So we really played a lot more through the midfield and had a bunch of uh, connecting passes, which was a lot of uh, – it was just good to see because that's what we were hoping for since we do have a lot of strong midfield players. Um, Post-Orlando game, I mean, I don't know. I just – I didn't get to watch that one, but – just looking down at my phone every now and then to see the score go up and up and up and up, not in our favor. After we were up 1-0, just was no fun. I saw Garza left early, so that 
Hurts seems like we really go where he goes. Like if he's in and healthy, we're doing well, and if not, then we're usually like usually losing. So saw a lot of comments on Twitter and Facebook about people saying uh, our team's giving up and that doesn't have a lot of fight and doesn't work hard. And like I don't know what these people are expecting. Like we're uh, an expansion club. Like it's our first season. We we're not gonna win every game. We're not gonna be a dominant. We're not going to be Kobe and Shaq on the Lakers. You know, we're not going to be Will Chamberlain. Like, I'm not going to be Landon Donovan, David Beckham. I don't know what these people are expecting. We're going to, we have a good season. We're going to have a good season, and I'm expecting to turn it around. But, yeah, obviously 5-1 stings. But, I don't know. Have some patience, people. Like, come on. We're an expansion club. Doge, what are your thoughts? 5-1, yeah. 2-1. I mean – it, it was nice to finally see us put some goals in the net. We had gone, like, over a month without scoring, so it was nice to finally see some scores. But, right. you know, we all we all were super excited going into the beginning of the season, too. We all said that SEC was going to make the MLS Cup in on right. this podcast. You know, we, uh, we had uh, high uh, expectations, uh, too. So, like... Absolutely. Was, a little bit of, little bit of homer syndrome. Like, if, if anyone hey, we can still get there. That, like, obviously, there's still going to be some people that are, like upset that we're not getting the same success like we absolutely blew like usl out of the water last year so like to come in to come and lose as many games in a row as we have and then see a 5-1 loss to and also like recent added recently added team that orlando is like you know yeah but do you know the guys that they have though like they have nani who plays for portugal they have joao martino like he played for portugal dom dwyer is really good I don't know. No, yeah, I get it, but I'm saying, like, if anyone came in with, like, even, like, half the expectations that we were saying, like, they're going to make the MLS Cup, like, we lost a bunch in a row, and then, like, you lose 5-1. Right. That's that's just rough. So, like, yeah, people just came in with a lot of expectations because they had been doing so well before, did well in the U.S. Open Cup, did well in the U.S.L., so, like... I understand the expectations. I just, I don't know. I'm not going to sit here and say they're not working hard and they're lazy and, like... We're not competing. No, I'm not saying you are either. I'm just saying that's what I saw some people saying. I was saying, I don't know. like So I think that single-handedly... But just because we're losing doesn't mean we're not working hard. That single-handedly is a testament to Cincinnati sports fans where, I mean, I understand sports fans, period, can turn on a team. Sure. But... I mean, we still have sellout crowds every single game. Oh, right. That's why it's like the environment's crazy, but you're going to have those people who are like, oh, right. rah, 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 rah. whatever. You know right. what I mean? People just like to complain and they're right. just like, the oh. growlers. Right. Exactly. The growlers. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, exactly. so I, I think that FCC was bound to have us, you know, I, I didn't think it was going to be this part of the season, but I did think that they were going to have a stretch where they just couldn't figure it out. Was I thought happen. I thought it was gonna be when we had all our dudes out on loan, which is coming up soon. Well, when we have a ton of guys that are just gonna be playing for their countries, which I think is gonna be. I a mean, tough the stretch. first like ten games of the season. Still a bunch of other teams too, though. So the first ten games of the season, I think we played like seven or eight playoff teams from last year. So you you got to think you're being beat. You're trying so hard for those games. You're beating down, beating down. And then you start right. playing some middle of the field or middle of the pack teams, and you kind of maybe give up your guard a little. Right. You know, maybe that was something with it. And then the Koch thing happened. Which say, yeah, and, then, new and then all of a sudden, you know, next game you come out, I didn't go, you did. Right. From everything I understand, it was a pretty good game. You looked a lot better. It, sure. Right. Like, it seemed like, oh, like, we're actually a, a soccer club. Right. Uh, and then, 
you know, you're going to have your ups and downs. You just have to ride that emotional roller coaster and right. kind of see where you guys end up. Oh, I agree. There are, what, 30 games left? I don't know about that, maybe, but... Play, like, what? There's a ton of games left, I know that. Yeah. Not 30. Well, they play, like, 35 to 40, don't they? Potentially, I don't know. I just remember looking at the schedule thinking I didn't remember... There's a lot of games left, and we still have plenty of time to turn I mean, we, around. We already, I mean, we may play, like, mid-30 matches, but, like, we've already definitely played, like, 10, right? I don't think so, yeah. I don't even know how many weeks into the season we are. There's been so many different matches and, like, other things. Well, and the mid mid they do Wednesday games. Yeah, the Wednesday games, too, sometimes. Yeah. But, I don't know. Yeah, because it's not like NFL Sunday where you know the game's coming up. Right, exactly. I don't know. I'm, I think we're going to be fine. I think we're looking good. Obviously, 5-1 stinks. You never want to see it, but... I mean, they need to work out the kinks right now, the way the points are. They're, like, bottom five in the league, so it's just hard. But it's just a bunch of guys that never played together, too. We had too high of expectations going into the year. I mean, your your defense, you can play well together on defense without having that camaraderie, necessarily. Whereas, I feel like on offense, if you aren't gelling or you aren't clicking, I feel like right. it's much more difficult to be successful. And, you, I mean, you're looking at, you know, their goals for the entire season – and they only have 11 goals scored. Right. So, I mean, you start scoring some more goals, but some pressure on teams. Played? So they have played 13 games. Yeah. Um, not even a goal a match. That's pretty rough. Right. Well, I mean, yeah, we just had 500 minutes where we didn't score. That's a plenty of matches. Maddox, Maddox can create some chances, too. Even he had a really good goal against Orlando. He, he had really, some really good looks. He had a really good goal against Orlando. So the this, ones in Orlando was nice because there were like four defenders around him. Right. He just, he just stopped, was like, beat oh, everybody. Oh, just according to, to uh, according to our stats team, it looks like they have 21 games remaining. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna say about 20. Okay, so 34. Yeah, so you were right about the total, but we had already played like so many games. Yeah, I wasn't really yeah, thinking about games. that. I for, I mean, like you said, dude. Like I didn't realize like it's hard with. Yeah. Like if let's in comparison, thirteen games into the NFL season, you understand it's towards the end of the you know, you can right. you have a reference of like, oh okay. Pretty much at the playoff picture. My so. fantasy my fantasy team's like in the playoffs. I need them to play well. You know what I mean? Like right. you understand the time of year. Um I'm not always the one to be following up on soccer and MLS anyway. I love soccer and I I love playing it, but before FCC I never really cared to watch professional I'd right. watch, like, the U.S. or, like, the national teams. Or just, like, if there's a good game on uh, between, like, foreign countries or, like, you know, a Premier League game, like, right. there's, you know, I, I happen to see it's on. Like, I'll watch it. Um, but, yeah, I mean, this is uh, this is different, you know. Certainly. Definitely. That. Oh. Love going to the games. I don't think that'll change. <clears throat> Curious with that new stadium. It's going to be sweet. We, I definitely got to go to that. Gotta find a way. Well, there's, we all have to be there. So. We'll we'll get uh get our boy Jeff see if Jeff can hook us up. Sure, that's free. <laughs> Shout out, shouts. Jeff Jeff. <laughs> Topic two, yeah. gentlemen. In other news around the league, give a story headline coming from the MLS right now that you think is important. I'll bop here real quick. 
Um, in my opinion, this is a huge moment for the MLS. LAFC star Carlos Vela, also a Mexican national uh, team star, has elected to forego the CONCACAF Gold Cup to play for LAFC in these next couple weeks. Um, I don't know. I just think it's pretty wild. Maybe he just doesn't want to compete in the national stage for to keep his body in better shape or something or what. But I know LAFC is on a huge roll and a big streak right now, so maybe he wants to just keep that rolling. But you would think you would want to take a break to play for your country in a, in a tournament. But he's taking the pass. So that's why I think this is a big moment for the MLS because he's one of Mexico's biggest stars and he's electing to play in the MLS. So now people might want to tune into, uh, you know, the LAFC games and the Gold Cup games, not just the Gold Cup games. Yeah, I think that's huge just for kind of like the momentum factor of keeping, the, keeping it going. Right. I think that the MLS has really hit a stride as far as like their the, the public's perception of soccer in the US. Right. I think that it's starting to change. And I think it really comes from the national team down. I, I think that when our national team is good, people really care. I totally agree. And I think that that, that would just be a, the path of least resistance. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. Sure, that makes sense. Um, Josh, what do you think about Carlos Vela? And then give me your headline here. Um, like you, like you said, like I don't think I would make the same decision, but um, I I do kind of like it. Uh, like I think it would be, I don't know. I think it's cool that he's picking like an MLS club or uh playing in in the Gold Cup. You know, the Gold Cup, like not the most prestigious tournament, like, sure, if you're skipping, like, the World Cup, like, what are you doing? But, like, they're, they're in an important, like, MLS run for that club, and I don't know, it's, uh, it's cool to see, so. World Cup's one of the bigger cups that Mexico could be in, but, yeah, I agree, like, the Mex- yeah, yeah, not the, the World Mexico Cup. has the ability to be in, but, like. Not the World Cup, like, I agree. Yeah, it's not at the same level as, like, the Euros would be. No, 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 not at all. Not saying he has the opportunity to play in that tournament, but it's like... I agree. I know what you mean. Yeah. I know what you mean. Um, What was your topic, though, from around the league, Dosh? What do you got? Yeah. Uh, Chad Marshall. Former defender and now former Sounders defender. Sure. Uh, suddenly announced his retirement. Oh. Uh, saying it was due to injuries, really all that uh, they gave us. Dang. But he was a 16-year vet. He's going to actually retire as the most decorated MLS defender in the league's history. Wow. Three Defender of the Year titles, two MLS Cups, four Supporter Shields, which for the people listening at home, is the most regular season wins in the MLS. Uh, you know, that's in in Europe. You know, that's how you actually win the tournaments, but or the, the leagues. But, you know, MLS always has the bracket afterwards, so. Uh, they've been the best team in the league four times while he was on their team. And, uh, you know, he was also a champion of the U.S. Open Cup. Right. And he's the only sounder ever to have made the MLS Best 11 twice while wow. on their team. Really? So, yeah. I'm surprised Clint, um, when Clint didn't do that. But hey. Yeah, I was surprised too. But when I was reading that today, uh, yeah. So, Makes sense though. Chad Marshall's a freaking beast. Yeah. So talking about the MLS on the rise, Chad Marshall's one of the best defenders to have played in the league. So it's pretty pretty cool 
uh, career that he had, but sad to see him go, especially due to injury. So definitely, I know. I know when we played them, uh, FCC, as we like, I'm on the team. Um, when uh, FCC played them, uh, Twelman was like, they should just start naming the Defender of the Year award the Chad Marshall of the Year award title. And like, I remember he was just a beast back there and stopped a lot of our plays. So, and he's been good for a while. So, oh for sure, bummer to see him go, but. I'm sure, no doubt, Hall of Famer, legend of the game. Dill, what's uh, what you got here from news around the league? Anything exciting? So, just a trend that I wanna wanna bring up. Sure. So, uh, I'm looking at the table here for the statistics and standings on the MLS, right? Yeah. So, the LAFC team reminds me very much so of how Tampa dominated all Uh-oh. season. Their goal differential is yeah, I mean, smoking people. The next closest is plus eleven and they're plus twenty three. Wow. They've lost one game yep. and it was one to zero. Yeah. Against, against the Galaxy. White, yeah. white white caps. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um meanwhile yeah. we did predict Seattle in the Western yeah. MLS cut, right? Yeah. They're sitting number two with only one loss to LAFC. Wow, Which yeah. they then played a week later and tied them one one. Okay. So I think the top of that, you know, Western Conference is going to be really interesting. Seeing uh, those two teams kind of duke it out, or right. if they just take a duke. So, <laughs> um, but uh, what I wanted to bring up that was the trend that I've been seeing. Sure. What I wanted to bring up was Chris Wondolowski's amazing four goal game to yeah. break Donovan's record. Yeah. For the most career regular season goals in yeah. MLS history Correct. with currently 148. Wow. Sitting at 144, you score four goals. Right. Nobody that bought a ticket to that game ever thought he was breaking that record. Yeah, I mean. Not a single person. He needed one to tie, two to beat it. Um, still not. I don't think anybody. I don't think it, I don't nobody watching and going like, "Oh, Wanda's got two today for sure." Yeah, like Which I don't need one against Belgium. Wanda. That's what I was gonna say, Doge. That mother. Where was Years it? Ago, when he, yeah, when he just, we didn't even need four. We just needed the one. Or just hit the dang bar. Like put the bar down. So there's more scramble instead of just skying it over. Golly, I was gonna say like I don't most record specifically, but I remember the heartbreak that I felt of like, oh, just like the gut wrenching. Like, come on, just score. That was a tough game. Oh, I'm just watching. That was a great game. Oh, I'm just I'm watched, like rewatching it in my head. I was just saying, I just watched Tim Howard get scored on twice in my head. <laughs> God dang. I don't remember it quite that well. Like I said, I'm not too in tune to it. But back to Wando. Um, yeah, I mean that's seriously. That's how often does it happen where you have four goals in a game? Not often at all. Well, yeah. I'll tell you, it's the first time since September 23rd, 2017. So. <laughs> Who was that? Uh, that's good. That's a good question. Okay. I've gone that far in the, in the statistics department. Yeah, we'll say in what the MLS or in soccer. Um, gotta be MLS. I mean, it can't just be in soccer. It's just soccer period. U twelve. Yeah. No, because girls. if it was soccer period, it'd be Lewandowski had like five in the last calendar year. I thought. When, have, I knew he had it when we were still. We're in We're talking college, all soccer. You could have like a U thirteen person out on their little. Grade school team. We're not, seven. we're not talking about U13. You said all soccer. Right, you did. 
You did. I'm All talking right. MLS. I'm Fourth talking quarter. Top level. Fourth quarter. I'm cutting <laughs> you off, Dill. You don't. You get no more. We're done. That's. No. You got me growling like the Midwesterners. He's a growler. <clears throat> <laughs> it is the NBA and NHL finals coming up here. Topic number one. What is your storyline from both the NHL playoffs and the NBA playoffs so far? So, Mr. Dill, kick it to you first. Yeah, so, so keep it short. Instead of a Gruden grinder, oh, he's a Gruden growler. Gruden growler. I've been. I wanted to get that out, but you were you were talking. So I yeah, well, yeah, my job. Okay, overview, kind of what I think about the NHL <laughs> playoffs thus far. It's been really exciting, even though my team has been out of it for what has felt like a year. Um, Boston, it's the team of the sweeps. So the Islanders sweep the first, or they don't sweep, excuse me. They don't sweep. They didn't sweep. They got swept by the Hurricanes. This is a long headline. Next thing you know, Boston comes around and sweeps them. Right. So I think it's, I'm just curious, but the, the, Headline is hot goaltenders. Hot goaltenders. My boy. Hot goaltenders. Jordan Bennington. Jordan Bennington. First time St. Louis Blues goalie has won 10 games in a postseason, which he's now, I believe, at 12 because they won three series. Tuka Rask has allowed like one goal and like 90 something shots. It's like, I think he's 95 for his last 96 like saves. I did see that stat. That is, I mean,. You're literally getting scored on 1% of the time. <laughs> like, you're a freaking, you're that walrus back there. Yeah. It's the a freaking walrus! In the commercial, yeah. Whatever. NBA, I think that the headline for me would be defend home court. Yeah. That's been huge so far. Definitely big. And for the teams that, like the Nuggets, couldn't get it on, the you know, game seven. Blazers. I think they would have been a little bit more. Well, that's different. They just got shit on. <laughs> they did defend home court. No, in that but Nuggets series. Um, right. I'm ex- I'm escalating it. Buzzer beater against the Thunder. But I'm saying, right. Defend home court. It's amazing how it's so difficult to win a road game in the uh, in the NBA playoffs. Definitely a lot harder. Unless the other team just doesn't. Unless the home team just like. Wax, you know. Absolutely. Two headlines. Hundred words. Hundred words. Five hundred words. Doge, give me your headlines. What do you got here for the NHL and NBA? For the NHL, headline would be that you know Jackets and Sharks continue their wait. That's a good. Uh, Both teams were were looking pretty hopeful coming into the playoffs, uh, trying to get their first ever Stanley Cup win. Uh, and both have officially been eliminated. So the wait goes on for those two franchises. They're Stanley Cup ever elusive to them. So we'll see if that if that changes. Uh, for the NBA, can Giannis or Kawhi be the Warrior or Kryptonite? Um, whoever's coming out of the East is going to have one of those two superstars. Um, probably, you know, arguably top two best players in the East. Uh, going out against uh, the Warriors, who have just obviously been the juggernaut of the NBA for the last like five years. So um, we got to see if one of those guys can can come out and and beat a Kryptonite that beats them. So 
We'll see. Let me know what the lines, though. Jackets and Sharks continue the wait. Giannis and Kawhi. Good to be the Crips tonight. Those are... Listen, those are really good, actually. You should... It looks like you actually, like, you know, would write a newspaper article over that. Right. <laughs> I would read that Jacket and Sharks continue their wait. I'd read that article. Yeah. So I want to know about how long they've been waiting. I want to know about the struggles they've gone through. I want to know about the seven-game series in round one against the Vegas Knights where the Sharks look amazing on their comeback from 3-1. It's been the last two years that whoever knocks the Blue Jackets out of the playoffs goes on to win it. So um, Boston has that chance still. Sure. Boston sweep. All right. What about that? RIP. Hate to see it. (laughs) T. What do you got here, man? So, my headlines are, are the Warriors better without KD? You aren't falling into that. No, absolutely not. Okay. stupid. Absolutely. But you're writing the article as if oh, other people are I read the read article it. so people can read it, and then I just be like, you Clickbait. guys are super dumb. Clickbait Because control. there's no way. Like, Did you see Draymond's quote or whatever he said? No. Because a lot of people have been talking about us being great. Before we had KD, like we were a good team. KD like made us a great team. Like they're unstoppable. I don't know Kevin what you're Durant. talking about. They're a really good team without him. There's no doubt. But they are unstoppable with Kevin the, Durant. Everyone else down the line. Kevin Durant's number one, right? I mean, yeah. Let's just say. I mean, Steph is up there, like very close. But KD's. He's your one A. Steph's your one B, or whatever, depending on the night. Everyone else below that. Their job is so much easier oh when KD is playing. Right. Okay? So whether you're winning or not, the results will speak for themselves because, I mean, look at the championship run, it, and they're going to get it done, whatever. Right. But with how easy things look on the court for them. I mean, it looks right. like you're moving around seamlessly, or Kevin Durant just has a, you know, 40-point game, and you don't even know it because it's like he just makes every right. bucket. He just makes things look Does easy. are you following for this? This this narrative? No, no, dude. I mean, any any team, once you add Kevin Durant to their team, is going to be better. But I will say that I think there's like less. They move differently without him, obviously. But they, they do. There's there's less, it doesn't mean they're better. up the shots because, like, I feel like there's like not KD as much ISO. Steph are both on the court. Like Steph's got Steph's not going to like pull up like four threes in a row. He's going to like. Unless he's made the first three, he's not going to pull up that fourth. He's going to be like, all right, I got to get Katie. Right. And then gone, Steph might take that fourth three. Then I feel like. And then the fifth and the sixth. And then he just gets hot and bangs six out of seven. And you're like, okay, they're up 20. Or they're they're winning by three after being down 20. Yeah, Yeah. you could be like when he had like zero points in the first half and then finished with 36. Right, exactly. Wild. So I think I think you know there's less question as to like who's gonna get the ball in any given like possession. I feel like it's gonna be more Steph time. Right. But if Steph's not hitting those shots, then they're they're not as good. You would be giving Kevin the ball. I think any team with Kevin Durant at it, it's just gonna be better. So plus no, Kevin Durant that, but. was a super good defender too and super long. Like it's yeah. just such a stupid notion. Anyway, moving on NHL. Get your brooms out, boys. Hamilton the pig runs out of magic. That's my headline. <laughs> Hamilton the pig was the rallying cry for the uh, Carolina Hurricanes. He was like their little like hero mascot, their playoff guy. And he uh, ran out of magic 
since the uh, Bruins got the brooms out. Swept them right out of the stadium. And uh, pour one out like we did before real quick for uh, Boston Celtics ruining the Boston sweep. It's going to happen, and now everyone's going to know about it, and we're never, they're never going to forget, too, you know. It'll be, ah, could have had it. Don't get enough championships here, or there, I guess. I'm not here. All right, real quick, and this is absolutely rapid fire. There's no debating, no no discussing. Rocket, or not rockets. Can you got something real quick? About the Hurricanes? Go for it. I think that without having... Their, uh, the pig. their defenseman, Hamilton the pig, Van Riemsdyke. Oh, he I didn't hear. I think that was uh, huge. So that's all I wanted to put. Well, you know what Van Riemsdyke is? Uh, is German for uh, Hamilton the pig? <laughs> that's what I was gonna say. I read that somewhere, and I didn't know if that was just clickbait. But I know that you know you're German, Doge. So thank you. As a Wagner. Ben Riemsdyk probably isn't even German. Oh, right. It's probably, it's probably right. like Dutch. I think he's Swedish. He's probably just or from, the, from the Netherlands. Just American. He is, actually. Just like a normal guy. Swedish he, from the Netherlands? He's literally... Oh, he is American. He's American. <laughs> but, you know what? Everybody in America is from somewhere else, so... Yes or no? Or, this is a... Yeah, rap- Native American. <laughs> hey, genuine rapid fire here from T. You you get one. It's a one word answer. That's all you get. Nope. You get one, and I'm going to you first. Raptors or Bucks? Who's winning the series? Five, four, three. Feeling the claw, baby. Two. Raptors. Nice. Not one. Fucking dick. Ah. Hey, I told you three, right? Feeling the claw. Baby. You're lame. Doge. One word. Bucks or Raptors? Bucks. You got? I'm saying one word. Bucks. Thanks. Way to play by the rules. You qualify to move on to the next round. Dylan. I know it's hard, but I like the Bucks. Please try again. Topic two. Who or what? Will have the biggest impact on the NHL and NBA Finals. Keep it brief here as well. I'll go first. So I think Jason Tatum is going to be a big impact for the Celtics in the Finals. Um, no, but actually, oh, okay. I was just joking. Yeah, obviously, I wish. I was um, like, is this the right one? <laughs> <laughs> right, looking at the right dog. I got the got the wrong pod up pod document. No. Um, uh, I think it's just going to be all about Giannis and how they defend him. So I actually think Draymond Green will be the biggest impact in the finals. Or, like, potentially Eric Bledsoe trying to slow down Steph Curry. But we'll see. One of those guys I think will be the biggest X factor and make the biggest impact. Um, For the Bruins and the Sharks, I think that – or no, Sharks lost. Excuse me. They're out. I had them winning. Well, it didn't matter because I was going to pick the Bruins anyway, and I was going to say that it's all about Tukutukutukutukutukutukurask. He's a beast right now, like we were saying, so he's going to have the biggest impact, there's no doubt. Like Dill was saying, goalies, goalies, goalies. Hot, hot tenders. Hot tenders. Some hot tenders on the on the grill. They are shirt tenders. Doge, since I know you'll keep it brief, what do you got for me? 
Yeah, for NHL, I'll, I'll agree with you there, T. Uh, Rask, if he continues to dominate, then you know, that's just going to be a Boston win, I feel like. Yeah. For the NBA, uh, just whatever star comes out of the East, whether it's Giannis or Kawhi, I spoke about it in the last topic, but like, you know, they really have to play well and step up their game, whether it's Giannis or Kawhi. Right. Because they're going to be playing against just like four stars. And then just a yeah, maybe really the best team of all time, right? Boogie might even come back potentially. I've, I've heard like the way that they've been talking about it, the verbiage they've been using doesn't yeah. make me feel good. It makes them seem like they're both coming back for game one, which obviously I doubt it. But wouldn't that be amazing? Dill, in a what we'll say, we'll tell tell you is brief, but I'm sure will be lengthy. What is the biggest impact? On the NBA and NHL final. NHL finals. Yeah. I think that I'll start with the NHL just because uh, that's a little bit more. Well, ice time with Dill. Yeah. Sure. So I think it's going to come down to who takes advantages of the opportunities for playoff. What's that? Uh, I was going to say for your playoff uh, power kill or power play, um, I think that's going to come down to, you know, kind of who, both of these actually, who's going to make the dumb mistakes, you know, the, the untimely right. mistakes. Um, so I think that's going to be what it comes down to. I think the Blues have looked really composed all year, especially towards the second half of the year and in the playoffs. I like what their coaching style is. I think that they play really physical, whereas Boston, I'm not, I haven't been able to watch them play as much, um, so I'm not quite sure there, but they've been good all year. Right. So it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a good, I think it'll be a six six or seven game series, I'm hoping. Okay. Because there have been a lot of sweeps yeah. in this playoff for NHL. Uh, NBA, I feel like whoever comes out of the East is going to have to be a freaking beast. Okay. I mean, you're going to have to weather the storm. Start an Eastern Conference? Yes. For NBA. Right. Whoever comes out is going to have to play like no one thought they would. That's, that's going to be what has to happen. Yeah, Kawhi needs to play like he was up 23 before Bogut took out his leg again. Like, that's the Kawhi we need to see again. We need yeah. to see that version of Giannis, but I don't know if we're going to get those guys. I don't think Giannis has that defensive prowess that Kawhi does yet. Like where not on the perimeter, but inside he does. But Kawhi gets steals, he gets deflections, he makes people. Giannis you know, does get some. He, he's not as like in the play. He's not up in your grill like Kawhi. Is. And like, like Kawhi, like Patrick Beverly is just like right, right, just like all up in your, just like bugging you, like about right. to poke you in the eyes. I have a heart attack here, jeez. I'm all up in Dell's grill. You can't see it. I can't even. Dell can see it, but. Not gonna be able to shoot my belt Good. Just got hit in the eye, buddy. Good. Anyway. Anyway, they gotta play out of their mind. <laughs> we need to see it. Yep. Hopefully. Alright. Could be quick, otherwise. Speaking of could be quick, this topic. But we'll see. <laughs> We're gonna get it done? I don't know. Um for which playoffs do you think have been more entertaining? A lot of debate around this topic, NBA or NHL. Um, 
I'll go first. I'll say I'll uh, slightly concede here and say that I have watched a little more NHL this year than I have in the past, which has been none in the past. So um, <clears throat> I've enjoyed it. So I can't say that I have not enjoyed it, but it's not your sport. It's I just you thing. can't. They're not going to find a moment in NHL that's going to get me more hyped up than watching Kawhi's buzzer beater bounce on the rim four times and the whole crowd going nuts like that to me. And him squatting or Dame Lillard just draining that thing and everybody just piling on him. He's just like bumping his head, just like that's me on Dame. Like he actually like, didn't even have a reaction. He was just like, right? He was just like, you already know, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> come, on. Like, come on, it's Dame. So, I mean, that's all I need to say. The buzzer beaters are enough for me. Doge? Yeah, I mean, the I, I enjoy watching basketball more than I do hockey when it comes to, you know, if I have to pick one sport over the other. And I, I really enjoy the NBA, but I feel like, you know, there just hasn't been that unpredictability that there is in the Stanley Cup playoffs. And that's sure. just made it more exciting to watch because, you know, any given team can – can, can make the right push at any given time. And I feel like the NBA just hasn't had that same magic. Like, the buzzer beaters have been exciting, but it's it's been kind of the top teams, I feel like. And it's, sure. you know, watching the Warriors just sweep through the Western Conference Finals without Kevin Durant. You're just thinking, come Right. Like, give me something else. Sure. I don't know. It's just it's just like we're, we're watching, like, Volume 5 of, Warriors series. It's just like that's exactly when, when will this saga end? And it's like, <laughs> right? That's we're, fair. We're, that's we fair. shouldn't be complaining. We're super blessed to actually be like where we are. Like watching this Warriors team exist. Arguably one of the best teams, if not the best team ever. Oh, it's definitely. Like, They're up there. Yeah. There's no doubt. I mean, it's definitely changed the way basketball has been played. Right. I mean, but. I feel like the narrative of the Stanley Cup playoffs has made it more exciting for me, so I'm leaning NHL. Sure. Still. Break the tie. Yeah, so... Hypothetical tie. <laughs> so, I think that I'm going to have to go with the NBA here. Sure. Now, here's oh. why. I've been talking about it. Ice time joins the hardwood. I've been talking about it. We play on the same, same arena. True, yeah. I just got to get the ice. I can't ever watch any games in hockey because it's on NBCSN. And my freaking apartment with the contract we have doesn't have that channel. So the only games I can see are in, on NBC or like the beginning of the playoffs. They were on like other like miscellaneous like weird channels that sure. I didn't even know I actually had. Um, and I don't feel like going through the extremes of trying to stream it, asking people for logins, or, hey, do you have NBC as in? Let me right. log in to freaking watch it. <laughs> like, no, like, I'm not. I'm going to watch the freaking basketball game that's on TNT with our boys. Right. And then Ernie. ESPN, when they're Ernie. not, we're not on that. And then Ooh. it's uh, the finals are still on NBC, right? NBC? That's what I said. Yeah. I kind of sound like NBC. I heard I'm, NBC. I'm a little nasally up. But, yeah, I mean, like, I get ABC, so I can watch it. Sure. So I've watched a lot more of the NBA playoffs. I was highly disappointed the way Tampa performed. Yikes. So, got to go with the NBA. Sure. Fair enough. Leave the debate to the people. It's up to them. 
An opinion-based matter as well. They've both been entertaining, that's for sure, at least. Like it hasn't been boring. Moving on, folks. No, it certainly goes both ways. Even baseball's been pretty entertaining recently, honestly. Which usually I wouldn't say. Because the Reds are actually fun to watch. Even though we're not that good. <laughs> they just can't they just can't get out of that like five games under five hundred nope. spot. As Even today we were up we were up so day. big today we kept giving up runs. Annoying. Yeah. And that was our Reds rant. Moving on to the buzzer beaters, boys. Doge? What do you got here for your buzzer beater, brother? Looking forward to Memorial Day weekend coming up. Yes, uh, dude. Gonna get some of the squad together. All people that have been on the podcast before. So, yes. Like Insider, Trevor Park, uh, Jacob Peters. You just heard him earlier in this podcast. Yep. Chuck Rums, Charlie Rumsey, uh, gonna be there as well. And then myself and Teach making some moves. So, looking forward to a little Memorial Day squad up. Yes, dude. That's gonna be fun. Might have to bring the mic up. Get some yeah. words. Maybe. We'll see. That'll tell me a really good time. There's going to be some thunderstorms, so we're going to have a little bit of indoor time. We should pee. I'll box her up. Throw in the old backpack. Take sure. her on the road. Sure. I'll, I'll call in. So. I'll say, yeah, Dill will be the one calling in. You can experience it. Sure. Dill, hey. go <laughs> ahead. Dill, what do you uh, got for your buzzer dude here? Where do you uh, want your shot, per se? A short corner on the left-hand side, so I'm fading outside. But I got my right hand inside. Sure. Doing a little step back. Doing the curry step back where he did the eight steps. Oh, where he took like four in a row. I'm, I'm on the opposite side of where that was. Okay, yeah. people who know that reference. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, yeah, I mean, I talked a lot about things that weren't necessarily uh, scripted or topics here today. Right. So I, I warmed up. I cooled down. And <laughs> I hit this freaking buzzer beater right there. I I, I drained it. Hashtag how you ball. How you ball? <laughs> He's bringing it back again. We never made it happen. We blew that. We'll do it this. Ball. We'll it's, absolutely do it this weekend, Doge. We, yeah, there's when, no chance. I I just need to like ask somebody to take a picture of me when I'm doing something. Then just put a picture of your cleats and put the football in. We'll take a glove. Yeah, my baseball glove. Yeah. Trying to get back into pitching. How you ball? How you ball? All right, I'm gonna end this. Yeah, we got we got some uh, we got a cat. Speaking of the Paul Pierce episode, I'm gonna be like he was. No, he wasn't on the Celtics this time. But remember that Wizards buzzer beater he had when he called series. That's what I'm doing right here. Remember Gilbert Arenas bringing guns in the locker room? I do. That was very. He's yeah. He's a wild dude. Crazy. Agent O, Agent Zero. So, shout out to my boy. I would call him a day one, but I don't actually know him. Marcus Smart. Just the living, breathing, blood, soul, sweat, and tears of the Boston Celtics being named first team all defense. Very exciting stuff. Shouts out to him. Worked really hard this season. I mean, I think he deserved it, but I'm sure there'll be people arguing otherwise. Whatever. But I got to do a uh, special pour one out segment here. And, uh, 
I don't know. We'll call a shout out to Ed, but it's not necessarily a shout out because he's probably not happy about it. Pour one out for Miles Turner, who I thought should have been at least named to the second team as he uh, led the league in blocks, but you know wasn't even mentioned on either of the teams. So not sure what would happen there because he had a pretty good season. No, the Pacers weren't the best team in the league, but I figured to lead the league in blocks, you might make one of the defensive teams, but who knows. I'll die on that hill somewhere else. But shouts out to Marcus Smart, my boy. Shouts out to Judge. Judge. I just, I don't know. Who the hell's Judge? I was going to say Doge, but. Joe Girardi? Judge? I wish it was Joe Girardi. Jeez, we'd, we'd probably be way over 500 if we had Judge. Shout out to Doge for being great on the podcast. Thank oh. you, buddy. I appreciate your good work. Very compliant. Love you. Yeah, you, you, thanks for playing by the rules. Dill, shout out to you for trying better next time, hopefully. <laughs> no, very textbook, very classic. Um, good pod, buddy. Thank you for being on. Consistent, you know what you're going to get. Yeah. Like like when we say rapid fire recap, just buckle up and be prepared for 20 to 25 minutes of recap. Nothing rapid fire is going to happen when we say rapid fire. <laughs> gotta be thorough. Gotta be thorough. We like should start thorough, doing bro. like segments. We can cut this part out, whatever. We should start doing segments instead. We like say going to be really long, drawn out segments, like long forum debate, and then just like quick, like two, three word answers. And like, since we just do rapid fire recaps, it ended up being super, super long. I'm in on that. Have a shtick. Right. Just do the opposite. The Apo Taco. The old Apo Taco. Taco sounds Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. This is the Clubhouse.